Daf Yud Aleph, Hamid Beis, three lines from the bottom. Uh, we start with a pasuk that mentions Kalev in uh, Divrei Yomim. The entire pasuk we're going to Darshan, and I underlined it. It goes for just over line. It says Kalev ben Chetzrein. I squeal on ben Chetzrein. Kalev, as in the Kalev uh, story of. Uh, when the Jewish people were in Egypt. Hoylides, number one, Azuva, number two, Isha, number three, the Esurias. Apparently, uh, he gave birth, had those three children. The Elebaneha, and the uh, sons were uh, Yashar, Shaviv, and Edron. Okay, first thing, first things first. Kalev, what do you mean he was Ben Chetzrain? We know from the story by the Maraglim, it was Kalev Ben Yefunahu. Well, the truth is, it was called a Ben Chetzrein. Why was he called Ben Yefuna? Because he was a Ben, a young man or a person, Shepina Ma'atzasaraglam. He turned aside from the plan of the Maraglam. Remember, the Maraglam, bad mouthed uh, Eretz Yisrael, he did not. Vakati, but still. Ben Kenazu, wasn't he called the son of Kenaz? Like it says in the beginning of Sefer Shaiftim. Vayilkateh Osniel. Ben Kenaz, okay, so Osniel's father was Kenaz, and Osniel was also the Achi Kalev, the brother of Kalev, which case Kalev was his father, not Kenaz. Amar Rav, Rav explains that no, his father was not Kenaz. That which we say Osniel and Kalev were brothers, that's because they shared the same mother. However, Osniel's father was Kenaz, and Kalev's father was Chetzrain. In other words, Cholgro de Kenaz Have. Kalev was Kenaz's son. Uh, son through marriage, in other words, his wife's son, or we would call it a uh, stepson. Dekanami, precise reading, will also bring this out. Dixiv, because we have a Pasuk in Sefi Yeshua, by call of an action, calls him ha Kenizi Shmamina. That he calls him a Kenizi because he was only a stepson of Kenaz. The Pasuk says Azuva. Uh, okay, it said Kalev ben Chetzrein. He gave birth to Azuva, and we say that's uh, Miriam, Zu Miriam, Vlamanik Rishma Azuva. Why was she referred to as Azuva, which is the word Lazov, like left aside? Because Shakol Azuva Mitrilasa. Originally, no uh, guy was interested in her. She uh, had uh, issues that made it so that nobody, uh, she was like very sickly, and uh, none of the young men were interested in marrying her. Holy, okay, so it says that uh, Kalev gave birth to her. What do you mean he gave birth to her? I underline the word holy. He was married to her. Rabbi Yechanan explains, true, he was married to her. Why then does it refer to it as though he gave birth to her? Because a person who, there could be other reasons also, but if his main motivation is marrying the woman of Hashem, the verse considers it as though he almost gave birth to her, brought special life into her. Then the Pasuk says that there was a, uh, a third, so to speak, offspring, uh, Uriah. Now, Uriah is like a, a piece of material, sort of formless, no shape to it. Shaipanea diamond le Uriah. Originally, her, her, count, her countenance was uh, very sort of formless without anything unique. Ve'elebaneha, Andalan Ve'elebaneha, and it says, and these were uh, the sons. Al Tikri, don't read it for Joshua purposes. Baneha ela boneha, uh, the ones that um, built uh, this relationship up. These were the names of her husband, the one who had built her up, and the three names: Yosher, which I underlined; Sheyisher, Asatzmai, Kalev, straightened himself out, 
to make sure that he wouldn't uh, fall into the trap of the uh, Maraglim when they badmouth Israel. Shoivev, another description of Kalev, underline Shoivev. Shoivev es Yitzray, he, he smashed, he broke his, his Yitzhahara, he conquered it, he got the better of it. And Ardon, underline Ardon, Shoivev, that he ruled over es Yitzray, his Yitzhah. Vigadamri, alternatively, al Shahayu Panav Daimin Leverid. His uh, his face was similar uh, to a rose. The pasuk in Divrei Yomim um, says, "Ula Ashkor Avi Tekoa Hayushtei Nashim Chala Enara." Okay, to Ashkor, the father of Tekoa, there were two wives, Chala and Nara. Ashkor, which we underline, we're going to darshan this whole pasuk. This is referring to Kalev. Ashkor. So if it's Kalev, why is he referred as Ashkor? She Hushcheru Panav Be Taaniyos. His uh, his countenance, his face, uh, literally was uh, darkened because he had accepted many fasts upon himself to uh, basically save himself from the horrible plans of the Maraglim. Avi, which I underline, his uh, uh, father, Shana'ase la ke'av, his relationship to her, um, basically, his, his relationship with his uh, wife Miriam, um, he, he, he basically doctored her. He brought her back to a healthy situation. He gave her food and anything that she needed, just like a father would for a daughter. Tekoa, underline the word Tekoa, Shetaka he, he set firmly his heart towards doing that which his father in heaven wanted. And I underline these next few words, Hayush Deinashim. He had two wives, Naasem Miriam, that actually, he had one wife, Miriam, but his one wife, Miriam, was Ke Shteinashim, like two wives. Uh, number one, Chala, and number two, Naara. Lo Chala v'Naara Havoi, not that it was uh, maybe sick and a, a youth or two different women, Ella, same woman, Miriam, but Betzchila Chala, she was uh, quite... Uh, sickly, nara. However, once she uh, was healed from her ailment and uh, got the proper uh, look of a healthy young woman, she was as beautiful as a young uh, maiden. Ella ubene chala. The pasuk continues there and says the uh, children of chala tseres, sohar, and esnan. Underline these three words that uh, not only did she go back to looking like a young lady, she was beautiful. Saras, which I underline, she became sort of like a um, an adversary because she was so beautiful for all of her colleagues. Tsoihar, which I underline, her her face was like the the afternoon in its clarity and beauty. And Esnan, which is usually the uh, uh, money paid for services rendered by a Zaina, Shakolharaya Anyone who saw uh, Miriam at that stage, and she was gorgeous, would uh, bring a gift to uh, their own uh, wife, uh, period. Rashi says that's because they would be filled with the desire to be together with their own wife, um, period. Okay, the uh, back to Shmois Perak Aleph. It says, Vaisav paroi lechol amai. Underline lechol amai paro commanded all of his people. Amr Rabbi Yosef Rabbanina afal amai gazar that that gezera of uh, kill the babies, kill the baby boys was even uh, on his own people, uh, on the Egyptians. He had listened to the astrologers and the astronomers and said that uh, well, the savior of the Jewish people was born today. 
But we can't really tell, they told him, whether he's Jewish or uh, Egyptian. And he basically said even all of the Egyptian people had to, uh, any baby born in that day, had to actually be killed. So, Vama Rabbi Yosef Rabbi Hanina, Sholish Gezeras Gaza, there were three stages of this uh, horrific Gezera. Number one, Betchila originally, Im Benhu Ve Hamisen Oisai. Um, he basically told the midwives that if it's a boy, we uh, he should be killed. Uh, didn't like set up uh, officers to enforce that. The Akarkach, the years changes that to Akarkach, and afterwards this is stage two. Kol haben hayeloid hayeira tashli chuhu. He basically Pharaoh set up a whole system of of enforcers and and undercover policemen to enforce the issue that the uh, babies be killed, thrown into the water. Uh, number three, the third stage, he goes even on his own people, uh, like we just explained, because the astrologers informed him that the baby was born, it's not even clear if it was a Jew or an Egyptian, uh, period. Uh, the puzzle continues as uh, beginning of Perak Bays in beginning of Shmois, and a man from the house of Levi went. Really, Lehechan Halach, where exactly was he going? Well, Amrav Yudabar Zvida Shahalach Ba'atzas Bita. You know where he went? He went following the advice of his daughter. Tana, here's what happened. Amram Gadol Hador Haya. He was the leader of the generation. Kevan Shegazar Parai Harasha. When Pharaoh came out with that horrible decree of Kol Haben Hayeloid Hayeratashichu, all the baby boys born have to be thrown into the river. Amar, Amram concluded, We're basically doing all this for no good reason. So he stood up and divorced his wife. <clears throat> Since he was the leader of the Jewish people, many of the Jewish people followed him. So all the husbands got up, and they divorced their wives. So little Miriam said to her father, uh, Amram, Abba, Daddy, your decree is even worse than Pharaoh's. Why? Pharaoh's decree only has to do with the male children. And your decree that couples should separate is going to prevent males and females uh, from being born. Uh, she continues, Pharaoh's gzera is only in this world, meaning that the people who were born already and then die. Well, we know they do come back to life. Tchias Hamesim. They have Olam Haba. And there's also Tchias Hamesim. Uh, however, your Gzer Olam Haza, Ula Olam Haba, because they aren't even able to be born, according to you, Daddy. Not only that, Paraharasha, he's an evil, wicked leader. Savak Miskayemes, Gzera Yisav Savakena Miskayemes. It's a. It's not even certain, or we don't know if his decrees are going to be fulfilled. Ata, you, daddy, continues little Miriam to her father. Tzadik, miskayemes. Your decrees will definitely be fulfilled, Shnemar, like the Pasuk indicates. That when a righteous person makes a decree, it is established. So Amram listened, and he actually agreed with his daughter. Amad so he got up and remarried his wife, Amdu Kulan, and all the Jewish people followed, and they remarried their wives. Um, the Pasuk had said, and he took her as a wife. Now, what it should have said is, 
He like he went back and remarried her. He wasn't married her. He was remarrying her. On Rabbi Debar Zvina, the reason why the pasuk uh, describes it as a marriage, like first marriage, uh, because Sha'asa la maase likuchin. He basically made a new wedding, uh, like it was uh, you know the first time. Hoshiva Ber Perioni had her sit in a special like bridal chariot. Aaron and Miriam and and Aaron and Miriam, the little children they already had, were. Dancing in front of her, and the ministering angels were saying, Mother of children is happy. Uh, period. Uh, it refers to her as, as Bas Levi. That's the Pasuk three words. Now, we know Yocheved essentially was born on the trip that the uh, tribes took down originally with Yaakov Avinu at the time of Yosef to Mitzrayim. How old would that make her then? Efshabas Meu Shleshim Shana, a hundred and thirty year old woman Havoi, Vikarilan refers to her as Bas, as a young lady. And here is the background, two lines I put in brackets. Zu, this uh, woman, this Bas lady was actually Yocheved, Shehoirosa Baderech, she her parents became impregnated with her. When the seventy the family of Yaakov was going down from Egypt to uh, excuse me, going down from Israel to move to Egypt when there was that terrible famine, Vile Dasa Benachimis, and she was born as the um as the Jews entered into Egypt uh, 130 years earlier, Shnemar Asher Yalada Oisala Levi Mitzrayim, that she was born to Levi Mitzrayim, which sounds like Leidas Mitzrayim. Her birth took place in Egypt, Vein Hoyrasa, but her conception was not in Mitzrayim. Where was it? It was on the journey from uh, Israel down to Mitzrayim. That's the end of the brackets. Amar, uh, let me say, Rav Yehuda, Rav Yehuda Bar Zvida. Shenolduba uh, Simane Naris. What happened is that she uh, developed Simane Naris. She basically, even though she was 130 years old, uh, started to look like a young uh, lady. She had a uh, period again, and uh, all of her wrinkles were um, disappeared. The positive condition says, Vitari Ishava Tailed Ben. The woman uh, became pregnant and gave birth to a son. Now, what do you mean she became pregnant? Pregnant. She was already pregnant. She was already three months pregnant. The reason then why the Pazik says she became pregnant and gave birth was to make a connection between her birth to her pregnancy. Just like the act of becoming pregnant with her husband, was not painful. So too, the birth itself of baby Moses, Shalai Bitsar, was without pain. Mikan Lenashim Sitkanyois, from here is a source that righteous uh, women, Shalai Hayu, Be Piska Shalchava, that they're not included in that original uh, uh, terrible judgment that had to be made against Chava back in the uh, Garden of Eden, and uh, their birth experience is uh, uh, not so painful. Vatera Oisi ki Taifu, excuse me, Tera Oisa, and she saw a little baby that he was good. Now, what does that mean? Tanya, we have a little Bryce. It goes for about three and a half lines, starts here. A uh, number of Tanaic opinions. I think there's about five. Rabbi Meir, who I underlined, Oimer, Tov Shmo, little baby Moses, his name was actually Tov. Rabbi Hudu, I underlined, Omar, Tovia Shmoy, his name was Tovia. Rabbi Nechemi, who I underlined, Omar, Hagun Lenevius. The reason he was called uh, Tov is because he was good or fitting to. Um, Receive prophecy. Acherim, I remember underlining the Acherim. Noldu Keshumal, that the reason why he was called Tov is because he was actually born 
uh, without a foreskin. You might have had to do a little hatafas uh, dam bris, like a little uh, blood uh, taken out, but uh, nothing more than that. And the chacham, they went to line Arimim, Bishash, and they let Moshe when Moses was born, baby Moses, Nis Malahabais Kulayar, the entire house filled with light. And it was a light, like a lahavda, like a Jesus light or a spiritual light, but there was definitely some sort of special light, Ksiv Hacha, and the connection is that it says over here, Vatera Isoi Ki Toiv Hu. And uh, she saw him that he was Tov. Uksifasam, right at the beginning. Genesis chapter 1. It says, Vayar Elohim Esaor Ki Tov. It describes Or as Tov, and therefore we'll say the Tov here would be the uh, light. The Pasuk then says that uh, after uh, his mother gave birth to him, she was able to hide him for three months. Uh, for three months. Why? Because Egyptians were pretty smart. They only started counting how many months later they'd have to come and check on this uh, uh, Yocheved woman from the time that her husband remarried her. Uh, the, the Egyptians didn't count but we know that she was already three months pregnant at that time at a certain point Mother Yochavid was unable to continue hiding baby Moses. Now, am I? Uh, question mark, comma, like, why Titzbenei ve Tezel? Why doesn't she just continue hiding him until he's, like, uh, grown up? Well, because it was a dastardly plan by the Egyptians. Wherever the Egyptians got word of the fact that a baby, a Jewish baby had been born, they would bring one of their own babies, like an Egyptian baby, and have that baby cry. And the nature of uh, babies is that when one cries, it causes the other to cry. So that the baby that's in hiding will hear the other baby and cry. And they'd be able to locate that baby and take him away. Like the Pasuk and Shurashirim indicates when it says, like little foxes, little uh, baby Egyptians, which uh, caused the, or uh, was a way of finding out where the little uh, Jewish babies were. The Pasuk continues in the um, beginning of Shemay, it says, So uh, she took for him a little little boat made out of goma, which is some sort of like um, rubber reed type material. So what's unique about it? Well, we have uh, two pshatim. Number one is Rebbe Lazar, Rebbe Lazar, Mikan let Sadiqim. Well, that's because they had to pay for this little boat they were going to put Moses in. And we see that with the righteous, that the, the money that they're blessed with, they, they, uh, uh, treat with the utmost of respect. And it's uh, very desirable to them, not desirable as an end in of itself, but the fact that it's a gift given to them by Shemaim and they have to use it properly. And therefore they went for the, um, Goma style little, Teva for baby Moses. The Cholkach Lama, why are they so uh, precise with the money that they do have? Lafi, underline four words here, Shane, pushing it in Begezel. They basically are very sense they don't steal, and therefore the money that they do have that was, uh, uh, that, that is theirs because of honest uh, business dealings or honest dealings, they are uh, very careful with it. Rub Shmubernachmeni is a second shot. Amar, he says, Davarach. The reason why the little baby, the little boat for baby Moses was made out of goma, because it should be something that was uh, sort of flexible, a little bit to give. Which is able, if it sort of like bumps up against a stone, it's okay, or it bumps up, it bumps up against something soft. 
The uh, Pasuk indicates in Shmois Vatachmara Bechemru Bezafas. You smeared it with clay and with tar. Uh, Tana, the chemer, the uh, clay was mivifin on the inside, and the zephes, which was the super water proofing, the tar was on the outside of this little boat. That little baby Moses, who certainly was a tzaddik, shouldn't have to smell the bad smell. That's why the clay lined the inside. And she put uh, in it the uh, yeled, like the kid, and placed it in the yamsuf. Well, which suf was that? Rabbi Elazar says it was the Yamsuf. Rav Shumar Nachmeni Yamar. That was actually an agam, a um, sort of a marshy, swampy area. Kedirsiv, like the pasuk indicates when it says kanavesuf uh, kamelu, that the uh, the reeds and the suf will wither. Vateribas paroi lirchutz al hayor. That is the pasuk continuing in the opening story of Sefer Shmois. Bas paro went down to bathe uh, in the river. I'm Rabbi Yochanan, Mishum Mishum and Yochai. That what does it mean? She went down to bathe. Melamed she yarda lirchais miglule avir. She was actually going down to cleanse herself from the filthiness. In other words, like the avodazar of her father, she was converting to uh, Judaism, so to speak. V'cheinu Omer. Similarly, it says um, that a, a person who who does teshuva and is straightening himself out from their averus is called. Bathing or cleansing, when the pasuk says "Ve'im rachatz Hashem es tzoas benosion," that uh, if the uh, Lord will rachatz to cleanse the the filth of the daughters of Zion, pasuk says "Ve'na harasel holchays her uh, young ladies that she went with Basparo that was uh, were going Amar Rabbi Yochanan ein halichazua l'lashon misa." You know where they were going? They were going to the place that you check in but don't check out to the cemetery. They're basically dying. Similarly, you have that <coughs> verb, hey, lamed, chaf, indicating uh, going, but going, sort of going to die. Hinei holech, I squiggled on the word, holech, holech, lamos. The passage continues there in the opening story of Sefer Shmois, Perek Beis, Vatera es ha-teva, and this is Bas Paros, she saw the little uh, ark, Bisay chasuv and the suf. Kevan de chazu, once uh, her uh, handmaidens, the, the other ladies that were accompanying her, saw deka baas laatsule lemoisha, that she basically wanted to save that little baby Moses who was in that little uh, ark. Amrullah, they said to her, Gavirtenu, um, with all due respect, uh, Miss Minhagah uh, The nature of the world is usually when a king, an earthly king, goes or Xera makes a decree. Most people don't uh, follow it. However, like at least his sons and his people of his household, they do fulfill it. And if you uh, keep this little uh, baby floating here, you would be violating your father's decree. Kama, well, that was the perfect time for Gavriel to come along and slam those uh, maidservants into the ground. Basically, uh, shut them up. And then uh, she probably killed them. It says she sent forth her ama, this is uh, Basparo, and took him. I took uh, the little boat that had baby Moses in it. Well, Rabbi and Rabbi Nechemia, two rabbis, two opinions. I don't like the word chad, amar yada. The one says when she sent forth her amasa, that was her, actually her hand, her arm. Like she stretched out her arm and uh, reached a little, uh, 
uh, the baby Moses floating in the basket. The Chad Amar, the other one says, I swiggle underline, I underline that word Chad, that it was Shifchasa, that actually she sent her maidservant. Okay. Mandamar Yada Dixiva Masa, the opinion that says it was her hand, because Ama, like we know the Ama is the measurement from the uh, tip of the middle finger till the elbow, which is basically arm. Mandamar Shifchasa, that it was her um, maidservants. That's because mitaloksiv yada. It didn't say her hand. It said vatishlaches to send her amasa. According to the one who says that it was um, her shifcha haamris bagavriel v'chatzimekarka. Didn't we just say like a few lines ago that Gabriel came, the malach, and slammed all of the maidservants of uh, Basparo into the ground? Well, deshir lachata. He did. He though left one of them. Because it would be improper for a princess to be alone, and therefore she had to have at least one of her shvachis. Um, according to the opinion, it says that it was her hand that she sent forth. Why did the Pasuk just say her arm? She sent forth her arm. What's that? She sent forth her ama. Ha kamash malan. Well, the Chiddush is the ishtarvev ishtarvuvi. That she actually. Her hand extended out like Plastic Man or like some sort of uh, superhero. And so too do you find with the Ama, which we're saying now is the arm of Baspara, with the teeth of the wicked. The teeth of the wicked did you smash. That you lengthened them. Uh, the Pasuk says, Vatiftach, and she opened and she saw him. And it says, uh, The boy. Vatera mi baya le. It should say, And uh, she saw. Not she saw him. So what's that referring to? That she saw something? It seems like there might even be two things there. Amar Biyasi, Rebchanina, Shirashina, Ra'asashina. She saw the divine presence, Yimoy, along with this baby. <coughs> Also, the baby was crying, like the Pasuk says. Four words, Vahine nar bacha, the uh, young uh, boy was crying. Karile, now, the Pasuk called him a yelled, uh, which is a young boy, but Karile nar, which is a little bit older than that, a, uh, a an older boy. So, Tana, which was it? The Bryce goes for just about two and a half lines and starts here. Who yelled Vahile kenar? He was a... Uh, Little, little, little kid, but his voice already was like that of an older uh, child. Uh, Diva, that's according to Rabbi Yehuda, we underline. Amrullah Rabbi Nechemir, Rabbi Nechemir does not like that. So I underline Rabbi Nechemir, Rabbi Nechemir says back to Rabbi Yehuda, uh, If you say he's got a voice that's not age appropriate, then that's sort of turning him into a uh, person who has a, a physical um, blemish. And that would be improper. Uh, to do with uh, Maisha Rabbeinu, uh, especially since he's a Levi, and we know a Levi whose voice is all crackly and not good is, is actually a Balmum, so we don't want to do that. El Malamed, rather, says Rabbi Nechemi, what is coming to teach us is When um, Yochevet was putting little baby um, Moses into the ark, she made a little, a little chuppah for him, Amra, because uh, she figured, who knows, she may never um, merit to see that little baby's chuppah, so she made a little chuppah for him. 
That's the end of the brisa. The pasuk says that um, the basparoi um, she had mercy on this little baby and she said mial ivrim ze. I double underline the word ze. Okay. How did she know this was a Jewish baby? Especially since we saw that the uh, all the Egyptians also, at least they were told to uh, throw their babies into the water. So Menayada, how did she know that? She saw, oh my, this baby is circumcised, which uh, certainly was not the practice of the Egyptians. Now, the Pesach a line ago had ended with the word Zeh. She said, she could have just said that this is Mial Dehivrim from the kids of the Jews. What's this? I put a number one in the margin. About ten lines later, last word on the line is Nisan. In the middle of that line is Rebchanina Bar Papa, who circled, and there's a number two in the margin. And two lines below, Rebchanina Bar Papa circled is Ravacha Bar Chanina, who's also circled, and we put a number three in the margin. So we're going to have three Pshatim of what's with this word Zeh. When she said, Mialda Ha'ivrim Ze. So, I'm Rabbi Yechanan, and I'll, Melame, this comes to teach us, Shenis Nava Shalomidata, that she actually prophesied and didn't even realize it. Ze Noifel, Ve'ain Acher Nofel. This one has uh, gone down into the water of the river because we know that that day, the Xera was uh, rescinded, and therefore, no other baby will have to be uh, going going through that. The uh, Gemara, um, almost parenthetically, for about the next seven lines, says, behind one, this is similar to the Amar Rebbe Lazar, that which Rebbe Lazar said, my dixiv, the Pasuk in Isaiah says, uh, when they say to y'all, dirshu ala avais the, those who inquire in these are different types of avodazaras or necromancy, uh, the ov and the yadoni hametzafzefim that they're like chirping the hamahagim and they they're 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 vocalizing things that sound significant but not really tzayfim. They see ve'enim They have no idea what they're saying. Mahagim they speak they seem to say things mahagim they really have no idea as far as the sound emanating from them. Namely, uh, they saw that the eventual savior of the Jewish people, in other words, Moshe, uh, it's going to be a water issue that will be his downfall. Now, so the Egyptians in their uh, inter- eternal wisdom made the Gzera, every uh, baby boy born has to be thrown into the river, well, once Moshe was put into the water, Amru, uh, they, the uh, astrologers of uh, Paro, said, Well, we don't see that sign anymore. It must be that it's time to be mevatel, and they nullified, but their guzera. The Haman and Yodim, they didn't know that the water true was going to be the downfall of the Moshe and Shisrael, but it was Almei Meriva, later on in history, by the waters of Meriva, when the Jewish people were already out of um, Egypt, who like it is uh, what is going to be the downfall of Moshe. Similar to what he said, how do we understand the Pasuk in Bamidbar, when uh, it says, Hema mei Meriva asher ravu. They are the mei Meriva that were ravu. Now, what's the Hema? 
Hema equals Shero Itzlag Nine Paro. Oh, those were the ones that the astrologers of Pharaoh had seen Veto and made a mistake that that was going to be the downfall of uh, Moshe Rabbeinu by confusing that with uh, the water that the baby was thrown into. Behind the camera, Moshe, and that's so what Moshe means when the Pasuk says uh, that the Jewish people had Sheish Me'ais Elef, 600,000. Uh, ragli, which like big lali, bishvili, for me, because of me, uh, that's why they are thriving. Amal and Moshe Yisrael, which is how we understand when Moshe Rabbeinu said to Jewish people, bishvili, nitzaltem kulchem, because of me, y'all were saved. Okay, continues the Gemara. We still have Reb Chanina, our Papa, who we had circled. So he says that uh, the word ze, when the Pasuk says, Vatachmalav, ze, Amar, that day, Esrim ve'echad ben Nisan, Havi, it was actually the 21st day of Nisan. Amrallah Yashores, and the ministering angel said before, Lifnea Kodesh Baruch Hu, in the presence of the Lord, Reb Anushalayim. The one who in the future is going to say such beautiful praises on the Yamsuf. Uh, I squiggle underline the word Zeh. On this uh, day, um, which is actually coming up in about three days from now, he should be smitten on this day? That's just not right. I circled his name. What day was it? It was Shisha B'Sivan, the sixth of Sivan Haya. Okay, Amalek Asharis, the ministering angel, said, Lifnei in the presence of a Kaddish Baruch, Rabban Shalom, Mishas of the Kabbal Tayrmar, Sinai Biyayim, Zeh, I squiggle underline the word Zeh, the little baby who in the future is supposed to be the one to receive the Torah on this day, Yulaka Biyayim Zeh, is it fitting that you should be smitten on this day? Okay, those are the different approaches. Bish, Lamalaman Damar, that it was on the Shisha of Sivan, on the 6th of Sivan, Mishkach Aslag Gimel Yarchi. We sort of find the cheshman of three months of how old then the uh, baby Moses was, Amar Mar, Beshiv Badar Meis. We know that Moshe Rabbeinu died on the seventh of Adar. Beshiv Badar Noilad Moshe. And we also know, I don't underline those four words, that the Tzadikim of old, uh, some of them would pass away on the same day they were born, so to speak, to give them the fullness of whatever years they were supposed to have. And Moshe Rabbeinu was born on the 7th of Adar. And therefore to go from the 7th of one month till the 6th of another month, uh, which would be uh, basically Sivan, plus Ayarchi. So that fits in as far as the Cheshman. Elalamanda Amara, ever according to the other opinion, who had said uh, that it, this is Rabbi Chaninim Papa, who said it was on the 21st of Nisan, how do you find such a thing? Well, you know how? Because that year happened to be Meuberis I'm not even sure what it means that that year was. There was no Kiddush HaKadosh yet. Um, but anyway, so Rubai Shal Rishain, the baby was born. Um, on the uh, earlier in the month, and therefore the majority of the month was still left. That would be the majority of the first month. Rubai Shalachra in the majority of the last month, um, because we're talking about the uh, 21st of Nisan. Um, 
Therefore, Rubai shall reshine. You have the majority of um, Adar, uh, of the f- majority of the first month, the Rubai Shalachan, the majority of the last month, the Emsoi Shalom, and the middle month was complete, which is kind of like three months. And his sister said to uh, Basparo, should I go and call a Jewish um, nursemaid for you? Why did she say Jewish? Why do you think she want to hire a Jewish? I said, well, because Melamed has come to teach you, she had this little baby Moses. She was going to sort of like take little baby Moses as her own. And... Uh, she tried to have little baby Moses nursed by all these different Egyptian uh, um, women, Kulan Vilayanak, and he would not nurse. Amar, Kodesh Baruch Hu, Hashem says, so to speak, the mouth that will in the future speak with none other than the divine presence. Yanik Davar Tameh should suckle something which is itself Tameh. Vahainu Dixiv, es may. As me or Adea, who the ones are your Adea? Lemi, Lemi or Adea, who can have Adea? Lemi, Pasuk also says, Yavin Shmua is able to really understand teachings. Well, Legamule me chalav, Ulaatike me shadayim. That there was a separating out of, of, uh, of the child from the milk and to the other of it. Taimir Labas Paroi, Lechi. Uh, so Basparo said to uh, this uh, girl who ended up being uh, Miriam, okay, uh, uh, go, and, and uh, she went. She went quickly and with uh, clarity, like an Alma, like a young woman. The term ha'alma is she'alima. It, it, it hints to the concept that she hid la'alim as far as her words. And she didn't really tell Basparo the situation. But timer la Basparo, Basparo said to her, Heilichi esayeladazeh, take for you this uh, child. Amar rebcham rebchanina misnaba ve'inioidas ma misnaba. Uh, she uh, said what she said. She was basically prophetic, and she didn't even realize it. Heilichi, when she said Heilichi, is ha shalichi, take that which is rightfully yours. And uh, let's hold it here for now.